0: Welcome to That's What She Plead, with attorneys Christina Goldberg and Julie Lurson from Lurson-Goldberg, LLC, law-powered by women. It's time to shake up the old standards of law and of business. Join these two witty, intelligent, and sassy female business owners who are taking their industry by storm challenging stereotypes, and shattering ceilings. These two are on a mission to educate, empower, and support not only their own clients, but other powerhouse female entrepreneurs. Come for a laugh and stay for the vibe as Julie and Christina hold nothing back and share the truth of what it is to be female attorneys and business owners through discussion of current events, original stories, and inspiring guests. Now onto the show.
1: Hello, you have come to the, that's what she played podcast. I am Christina Goldberg and I am here with my law partner, Julie Larson. Julie say hi. Hi. Glad to be here. And we have a super fun guest today. And I am actually going to let Julie kind of go off and give you some hints about who she is. Okay. So I'm going to start by, by saying
2: her name. So welcome Dr. Heather Crawford. Hi, hi how are you we're great and we're so glad to have you here
3: thank um, you for having me
2: yeah we were just talking about how we've actually known each other for a few moons she knew me when i was taking my son to college and he's graduated so go figure anyway we thought that in the spirit of wordplay i mean we are that's what she pled we might invoke some similar sounding like kind light-hearted wordplay um, that is, we're going to use puns to help our listeners figure out what Heather does. So I'm going to roll with a few hints. Christy might have one herself. Um, my first hint is just the obvious: she's a badass. I mean, that's what that's what we're about here. She aligns with our vision for this podcast. And that is that we want to spotlight on spotlight, smart, successful women who are making an impact. So my first hint is that she, that she aligns with our podcast and our theme. And the second hint, I mean, the second clue is kind of easy. She's a doctor. I mean, I already told you that Dr. Heather Crawford, she is the kind of doctor who always has her patients back. That's it. There's a hint in there. It's so um, bad. I know this is bad. <laughs> I mean, listen. I, I'm going to, I'm going to stop right here um, because I have a feeling people are probably groaning because, you know, that's what, that's what puns do for most of us.
1: But listen, John Pollock, right? Didn't he, he wrote <laughs> the pun also rises, didn't he? Oh, so he's, he's the one who said for, for most of Western history, puns were a sign of high intellect. So around here in our office, boy, the puns fly all of the time. So, yeah. Yeah. And we're very intellectual as you all have already figured out. <laughs>
2: Anyway, my last clue is about her business, and that is that it is a beacon in the community. She's a badass, which quite naturally means that she aligns with our vision. She's a doctor who has her patients' backs. Drum roll, Sorry, terrible acoustics. I want to welcome chiropractic physician, Dr. Heather Crawford. She is a successful founder and owner of Harbor Chiropractic which is a busy bu- business here with at least two offices. Uh, actually, she has two offices. One's in Bradenton, Florida. The other's in Palmetto, Florida.
3: Welcome Heather. Hi, thank you very much for having me. It's such an honor.
1: Oh okay, my gosh. Well, so I, so honor. Listen, I we have her full It journey. is.
3: I know.
2: I mean, I've just made a whole bunch of puns about her and she's still happy to be here. <laughs> you are a chiropractor, which means you have your patient's backs, right? Literally, yes let's just start off with some, I don't know, introductory questions. Why, why, why become a a chiropractor? Why become a doctor, Heather? What's
3: your why? Um, Okay. Well, I'll give you the two reasons. So chiropractor, because one, if you show me blood, I'm going to pass out. So that was an easy, (laughs) easy answer, but my first adjustment. So I was a cheerleader at Florida state university and I called my coach one morning. I couldn't breathe. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And she said, Oh, the Cairo's in, go see the chiropractor at the training facility. So I went literally got adjusted, stood up from the table, called my mom on the way out of the training facility. And I said, I'm going to chiropractic school. She's like, don't you think you need to know more? I'm like, Oh, I just learned everything I needed to know. So oh. that's where it all got started.
0: Look at that. So
1: there's- see, you never knew when you woke up that morning, something was going to happen that was going to oh. change your career path permanently. I know. How Talk that's life happens. changing. Yeah. Yep. Very yeah.
2: cool.
3: Wow. And Wait, so, so let's
1: go back to the blood thing for a second. Exactly. So you yeah. don't want
3: what it
1: help us understand that. Why?
3: Well, I don't know. So any you type can't of blood, I can't oh. handle it. Well, I mean, I can give blood, but I can't look at the needle going into my arm or any of that kind of stuff. So I knew I wanted to be a physician I was pre-physical therapy, so I was already on that career path. Um, So I didn't have to change my major or anything like that. But yeah, I, I get woozy. It's, I mean, you would not want a surgeon or someone working on you that, that couldn't handle. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. I get it.
2: All
3: right. You you were a
2: mom, you know? definitely haven't
3: had to deal I mean I mean some stuff right so every mom would know like the throw up and things like that like we can do that but it's again it's my own child versus someone else or someone else's child so I'm sure that becomes a little bit easier when it's your own
1: <laughs> probably well it's <laughs> sort of mandatory when it's your own you have to do it, I think yeah. really yeah yeah hot, so you were already in at FSU you were exercise science right physiology
3: yes okay yes. so as exercise okay. science with an emphasis in exercise physiology why why did you go into exercise science um well i was a gymnast for 10 years so the human body has always been fascinating the way it, how everything works together so that was something that definitely i i knew i wanted to do but i I mean, literally we have small miracles that happen in our offices every day. And I'm still amazed by the human body every single day. So what I thought I knew and what I'm still learning is, is still very, very fascinating.
2: So this is kind of just an interesting, I mean, at once it was a life changing event to when you woke up that day, but on the other hand, you've mm-hmm. been on this path since you were like 10, I think.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that would be true. So everything. So also I was a three-time state weightlifting champion in high school. So people will basically look funny part is, is I bought our practice from a retiring doc who was like six to 200 pounds. Right. So when I was taking over and here I am this five, six, 130 pound woman, I would get looked up and down. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but we're judging basically so like, how are you, you going to do what he's going to do? Right? Right, right. So, and I, and he knew that I was strong and he's like, Oh, just, just wait, you know? So I feel like I have trained for this profession my whole life. Um, and then also being an athlete and having a coach and having someone push you I mean that's still something that I take with me every single day and and just try to continue pushing through through my career. Mm-hmm. um keep pushing the boundaries, pushing the limits. So it is something that I've basically trained for from childhood. Do you still lift? Uh, so post child, I can't say uh-huh. that I've lifted much. <laughs> just the child because of time
1: or because Because of of
3: time. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I would. What are your thoughts on it? Right. Because you always, you hear for there's, I lift, I've gotten more into it. I mean, nothing, Uh nothing crazy, but I find for me and just body type and you know, all of that stuff, it's great. And you hear all of these things. No, women don't do that. You're going to get, you're going to get huge. You shouldn't lift. You should lift teeny tiny, you know, two pound weights. And I just, it's no, no. And (laughs) what do you say about that? Oh my
3: gosh, lift all the weights because we're going to slow the progression of yes. muscle loss, which we naturally have as we're aging bone loss. So the osteopenia osteoporosis, you have to have a pooling on your joint spaces in order to get the bone buildup cells that build up the bone, the osteoblast to generate that, that proper bone health. And that's what a lot of us start to miss out on as we're busy and aging and maybe not taking care of ourselves the way that we should
1: hmm Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I found. It's, it actually makes a huge difference just in the, in the, the day to day. I can tell when I, when I switch it up or I don't lift as much for a week or something like that, I can, I can feel it just in me. Yeah. Even brain um, health,
3: right? Yeah. I
1: yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, that's really true on the variety. It's funny. Cause you kind of, you set your alarm really early in the morning to wake up and go work out or lift or whatever. And if on the days that I don't, I'm like, no, I'm going to do it this afternoon, or I'm just going to sleep a little bit. My body needs that. Then I just feel lethargic and I'm dragging all day. And I don't feel the same as when I get up and do it. I'm true to me and I get up and do it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I was just going to ask how she got started,
2: how your career. So Florida state cheerleader introduction to chiropractic, and then quickly sort of refining Uh, your direction. And then obviously school after that. Um, once you graduate with your undergraduate degree. So tell us more
3: in between there. So when I was graduating from Florida state, my dad was unfortunately diagnosed with esophageal and stomach cancer. So (laughs) I knew I was going home. Right. Um, I was actually judging national cheerleading competitions during, um, every weekend. And my dad looked at me one day and said, listen, you got to get a real job. But I thought traveling the country and judging cheerleading competitions in multiple states was a real job. <laughs> so oh, little great. did I know, my father did not agree, and he's healthy now. So thank, oh, oh, amazing, yeah, he's yeah, almost twenty, probably probably sixteen years cancer free. So it's beautiful. Oh, but Olivia. so I found a chiropractor who was hiring for a chiropractic assistant. And I worked for him for a year and then decided to go to school from there. And in the meantime, life happened. I met my, well, I've known my husband since high school, but we, we actually started dating during that timeline as well. So it was all right place, right time and went to chiropractic school from there. And then My maiden name was K O C H, and I'll let you put that together. In the southern term, we do that C H as a C K. So I did not want to graduate as doctor, you know what? Um, So (laughs) uh, I told my husband, I'm like, look, if we're not married by the time I'm done with (laughs) chiropractic school, I'm not marrying you.
1: Right. Or you (laughs) have to adopt me because we can't do that.
3: I didn't know that about you. Oh, so you have a plan. (laughs) yes, Yes let's set it into action. So yes, we were married in April. I graduated in June, started as an associate chiropractor with the person that I interned with through school. And then gosh, the way that my practice came about, I literally got a postcard, like talk about a God thing. Um, I got a postcard it's junk mail, right? So it's just chiropractic practice for sale. Call this number to get more information. You're kidding Um, Yeah. So, and it sat on my, my coffee table at my house for about two weeks and my husband didn't throw it away. I didn't throw it away. It didn't get lost and, or any of that. Literally I talked to my father, who's also an entrepreneur, amazing businessman, my biggest, biggest cheerleader and also my biggest mentor. So him and my mama, but I was like, Hey, should I call on this? And he's like, sure. Why not? What do you have to lose? Right. Um, I was the only person that answered the ad walked in it was after 4th of July 2016 um, I had a baby in March of 2016 we stayed there for like six hours talking to the current business owner and you know what they were doing and their kind of patience and everything just fell into place and by September we owned that practice and then yeah takes off from there crazy please tell me you still have that mailer I do still have that. Yes, color. you do. I would, I, know, yes. I would too. I know.
1: I do. Oh my gosh, yes. that's I didn't I, know yeah. that
2: about your story. Um, I know it's
3: it's crazy. I'm envisioning those those things place. that
2: come in your mailbox with all those coupons that I just mm-hmm. immediately put in my recycle bin. Yeah, and I, I there's do some too. gold in there.
1: <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, and you've turned, I mean, you've turned that, pra- I I actually don't know an awful lot about that practice before you took it over. I remember you taking it over and mm-hmm. you have just turned it into, oh my gosh, everything fun. I There's literally not a time that I have set foot in your office that I haven't felt like everybody there genuinely it's wanted funny. to be there, welcomed me there, is happy to be there. Nah. Truly, you, you really have turned it into every, and then you're all over social media with costumes and get togethers and all all of the things. I mean, what's your, how everybody has their own, their own practice format, right? So Julie and I, I mean, we, we got together and we've sort of, we've created what works for us. And we understand the atmosphere is everything. And it, you know, it can entail an awful lot of different things. You know, I'm pretty sarcastic with our staff and they love it. I wouldn't do it if it offended them, but they fight right back with me. You know, they, we just sort of push each other and joke around and but everybody is happy to come into the office every single day so what's with you what's your what's your ideal i mean really when you when you when you thought about what your office would be what did you what did you envision well,
2: and let me just jump in there as a prompt when we saw each other on the tram at the tampa airport you guys were going were you going to Vegas or Dallas
3: or somewhere no, we were going to Kansas City.
2: Oh okay all right
3: I, I remember it, Listen, Julie was different- gonna make it way cooler for you Heather Oh going to gosh. the
2: rodeo I don't know what do they do in Kansas City eat beef never um, mind no well yeah I mean yeah good good cuts of
3: meat but yeah, yeah we were going for a conference at the Kansas City music hall uh um, no, that's what it was so anyway your teamwork how do you make the the teamwork dream honestly fun because everybody wants to have fun I want our I want our practice family to feel that when they walk in the door. I mean, some days, like if the energy is low, we'll have dance parties. It's usually me dancing, them watching, and just laughing at me, but that's fine, right? So just as long as we are getting that 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 vibe, getting that juju flow in. Um, yeah, adrenaline kick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we dress up for, so basically for your birthday, you pick your own theme and then everybody else dresses up in that theme. Um, oh, I like that. Try to keep it. It's work, right? I mean, we see a lot of patients and we see people that are in pain and we're ultimately changing their lives, but if we can do that and put a smile on their face, even if maybe we don't help them fully with their specific condition but they're better because they met us and because Mm -hmm. they've come into our office. Honestly, that is, that is the goal. We want people to leave our office better than when they walked in the door. And I feel like that for my team members, even if our paths part at one time or another, um, I want them to be better because they worked in our office.
1: Oh, what a great outlook. That's what makes it a is. good business owner. Absolutely, oh, yeah. And I'm You're sure the-
3: it, you have patients
2: that come regularly, so you want them to be looking forward oh, to coming, absolutely. as opposed to it just being like, "Oh, mm-hmm, yeah, a no, it's not your a, appointment. Today. not a
3: punishment that they're coming to our <laughs> office, especially when they don't have insurance and they're choosing to come to our office, or insurance doesn't pay for wellness care, so they're paying out of pocket, and those people have to want." to come one because they know that they feel better because they come in our office but then too like why not make it fun yeah yeah and when you took over the practice did did not a lot of the
2: existing patients of your predecessor stick around
3: if, um, I- we had some, yeah. So some patients followed me. Of course I did have, you know, the, the typical non-compete, so it would have okay. been further. Um, on average, they say that people will travel five miles for, um, their goods and services. So we would fit into that. So I did go approximately 10 miles from my prior practice. And of course, 10 miles in Bradenton nowadays, we know is, is takes far. A while. there's a lot of red lights in between three hours. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No worries. (laughs) Um, I mean, our, honestly, I have two patients that drive from Arcadia, which you figure that's an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a blessing to be able to, it's just that they would even choose us and stay with us. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That means that's a lot.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's funny as an entrepreneur, I'm sure that you've, you've run into this. It's, it's when people find out if you're talking to people and they find out you own your own practice, Typically the response that I will get from people is, oh, you're so lucky you, you don't have to work. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, as the entrepreneur, actually, what you find yourself doing is working all hours, more hours than anybody else times four And by the way, losing sleep over, I'm supporting X number of families. And I've got to make sure that this practice is absolutely
3: successful. So my dollar per hour is probably less than my people that I employ. Yes, (laughs) yes, exactly. And I wouldn't change it for the world. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. You got to love what you do and where you're, where you're doing it for sure. So Heather, what about, I just, I keep hearing cheerleader Heather come out. I love it. You're so happy. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. It's ingrained. Mm-hmm. So your, uh, some of the things that we like to sort of personal routines, professional routines, things that you just, you would things that you would not skip doing every single day. Do you have any of those daily, weekly, regularly, five
3: o'clock hour. So I get the most amount of Work done, obviously. That's non-patient care from that five to to six thirty. So that's when my family is asleep. That's when the whole world is mostly asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's ready to do business at that time. So that's usually when I'm up. Whether it's tracking our numbers, looking at our goals, finishing up any patient files, or or getting those loose ends tied together before going into the office. That is that is absolutely what I have to do for myself to feel sane because
0: mm-hmm. I don't want to go
3: home at night and, and take away time from my six-year-old daughter and my husband. And so it's worth it to me. I know a lot of people may think I'm crazy, but that's, that's what I have to do for my family.
1: Yeah. Well, that's and, well, that's and for yourself. exactly along the point yeah. of I'm the entrepreneur. I work harder than anybody else. I put in more yeah. hours. I care more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think having okay. a regular block of time where, you know, you can devote to that allows freeze your mind so that the evenings, you know, aren't sort of overshadowed by correct, you yeah, know, absolutely. whatever, whatever it is that's lingering out there. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. which always is the case when you are the business owner, right. as we've mm-hmm. already hit on. So
3: how about personally, what does Heather do for Heather? Oh my gosh. Okay. So we have a family pact that we go away together and actually, um, and it might just, it typically is just the long weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, at least quarterly, that's where we can kind of recharge, disconnect, reconnect as a family. That is, that's the biggest thing that, that we do. I have to make a point to do any of the self pampering things. Yes. I get adjustments regularly, usually weekly, but you know, the nails or the facial, the massage, those types of things are, are still more of a treat and not as often as I wish they would be, but to fit that in. And then obviously still struggling with the workout post post child, but we'll do, um, Hadley and I will do yoga on Amazon because usually they're like 10 or 15 minutes and I can keep a six-year-old's focus for that
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Does she have any interest in becoming a cheerleader? Oh, I bet she
3: does. Or a gymnast. No. So her interest, and it's killing me because I (laughs) say, this is going to be a long story. My father and my husband's father. So my husband's father is an engineer. My father is an entrepreneur. So through and through. My husband's father's also also an entrepreneur, but and they're the nerdiest people you will ever meet. So my husband one day, I'm trying to get Hadley into dance or cheer or do you want to do this? And she just says, No, no, I just want to do piano, which is great. But then my husband looks at me one day and he says, Maybe she's just gonna be a nerd like her grandfather's. I'm like, Maybe. So that was very a generation. Oh,
1: <laughs> you're you're envisioning dancing and bouncing and <laughs> yes. jumping and and twirling.
3: So maybe, maybe we'll get it later on, but it's just funny. He's like, maybe she's just going to be a power nerd. We'll be good. I love that power nerd. (laughs) Well, I love it that he said
1: that too. And it's, well, it's funny because my, my son, he'll, he's actually, he'll be 15 soon. But the first thing that anybody says is, Oh, great. You know, he's in the sports. No, no, he's actually brilliant, scary, brilliant. It scares me that. Yeah. He could He could oust me in a heartbeat if he wanted to, but he's Uh incredibly smart and he is all about programming and technology and industry. And he's going to be wildly successful at whatever he does, but it is most certainly not going to involve sports. Thank you. And that's just, okay, that's my son and you got to empower them to do what, what it is they do best and what they love the most for sure. Yeah. And let go of your own dreams yeah, or exactly.
2: displaced yes. dreams. Um, right. that sometimes happens with parents who, and
1: let them be, we're going to be major league right? baseball
2: players. And since they couldn't, they decide that the offspring will be
1: right. I mean, we've, we've all, all had, had the experience. experience. Yeah. I mean, cause he played baseball when he was little, because that's what you do. You put him into a sport and we've all had the experience where the parents are out there watching their kids live out their lifelong dreams, picking their nose. So dramatic. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Right. Here's King my kid in the dirt on the sec on second base. Like, Oh, what, what, what? what? looking for yeah.
3: butterflies? Yes.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. <sighs> yeah. that's my kid. Oh my gosh. So Heather, we, we are lucky enough, obviously being, being attorneys and injury attorneys, we are lucky enough to actually be able to work with your practice here and there where it's convenient for people. And you know, we don't hesitate to say, Hey, Heather is trustworthy. She's incredible. She's high energy. You're just going to love being in her office and, and you're curious. That, yeah. If you get the same, so when Julie, when Julie and I make fun of ourselves, we talk about how we sort of are the attorneys that everybody loves to hate. We are, we are the when people find out what area of law we practice, it's oh, you're those people, um, <laughs> <Okay>. and and. <laughs> you, unfortunately, by virtue of being a chiropractor tend to fall under probably a lot of opinions Similar. the same way, which is ridiculous. i yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? A chiropractor is the only person who's going to actually do anything to fix you as opposed right. to say, yep, you're hurt. Bye. But do you kind of, do you, do you feel like you get any of that same negative attention Judgment. sometimes about, Oh, you, you, you treat people who are faking injury and do you ever get that from anybody?
3: Not necessarily. I think we probably get that before people actually know us. Yep. Yep. Before that's the preconceived notion. Yep. I think then once somebody goes through an unfortunate situation whether that's an accident, a slip and fall, a reason that I mean, I've had people tell me straight to my face, um I don't want to be here. I don't know why I'm here. My husband or my wife sent me in. And I'm like, okay, we're going to change that, that mindset, but just give us a few appointments until people actually, and I'm sure with you two as well, until people actually understand that you genuinely care about them, Yep. Yep. they will have that standoffish, um, put up that barrier basically.
1: That's so true. How
3: do you happens? avoid it? Do you, are you able to sort of preemptively avoid that or? Is so any practice we, that you have that does that? Yeah. So we start from the time that we are on the phone with the patient, like our team is trained on, I'm not going to, well, I will say it, like kill them with kindness, like yep. over, yep. overly, over deliver. And honestly, like the biggest thing is in the world of healthcare, it's really easy to be average. And it's also really easy to be exceptional. Because so many places are average. You call any of your physicians nowadays and you barely get to speak to a human. So the fact that somebody's calling and we're like, hey, can we help you with an appointment today? And people are like, uh, oh, yeah, that's why I was uh. calling, you know, <laughs> yeah. almost like taken back. But Somebody answered the phone, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then from our procedures of when they're entering the office to, Everything we try to educate, our office is very, very big on education because people don't understand that, yes, you can receive chiropractic care to get through an issue, an injury, pain, but then they don't understand why people stay on for chiropractic care after that pain is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a lot of education in regards to that entire process, we're still doing the things that screw ourselves up. We still sleep weird. We're still lifting in the gym. We're still sitting improperly. As I sit here with my legs crossed, yeah. <laughs> I'm still creating that imbalance. So it's those maintenance adjustments that actually help someone maintain their spinal health throughout the rest of their life.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, knowledge
3: is absolutely yeah. power. Yeah. I, it's
2: it's a very similar. I mean, you know, listening, validating people's concerns i think then giving them some education and empowering yeah. them it's very similar to what what we encounter and how we approach it as well Absolutely. yes and, and really i think that's partners. where
3: you see our worlds aligning as well
2: there's that pun align we got your back heather <laughs> you got there. ours okay exactly. i'm sorry exactly <laughs>
1: where do you, where do you see, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see your practice going? What's, what are your goals?
3: You already have Um, two offices? Yes, we currently have two offices. Uh, I would love to open up another practice, which I've just started putting that out into the world. Waiting for the postcard? Yes, actually, I, (laughs) well... I got an opportunity. This is weird. So it's, I haven't told anyone yet, but I literally had another female business owner reach out to me via Facebook messenger, like, Hey, I'm thinking I'm going to have to sell I've been praying about this and your name keeps coming up. So I wanted to reach out and this is, this was just Saturday night or I'm sorry, Monday night at nine 30. So I'm sorry, Sunday night. So those things like that is my world. I have to slow down and listen. This is another alignment level. Yes. Yeah, it is. This is so
1: cool. Wow. (sighs) Yeah, You're vibrating at a really high level. That's, That's right. Einstein talked about what you, what you vibrate what Put you out. live is what, yes. you, what you draw to you. Yeah. And it's, I, I'm such an intense believer in that. And so, okay. The, so science so of the universe and all of that. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. we wrap up with,
2: since we're already at this very high level is like, what is, is there some guidepost favorite expression or, or something that sort of you, you adhere to that is guiding you in this life?
3: I mean, I think it's probably don't be led by people or ways that are behind you. So consistently Mm. looking forward, consistently having that nothing's instant, right? And I, any business owner, you two totally know that it's not about the tomorrow. It's about the future. It's about what we're, what we're bringing. So just don't plan on being average. I mean, don't surrender to the things the way that the average do it. I'm just consistently, if you did 1% better today than what you did yesterday, you're, we're going to be, think about how we're going to be in three years from now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Awesome. That's a great one. Yeah.
2: (sighs) Well, it's been so great to have you join us and somehow time has flown by I know, and you've got patients to fix spines to align. So let me just give you the opportunity. How would people find you if they're anywhere in, in our local universe, Heather?
3: Yeah. So our website is Harbor chiropractic center.com. So Harbor is only spelled H-A-R-B-O-R. And then center is the normal C-E-N-T-E-R, or that's probably the best way to kind of get a feel for our office. And then we're located in Palmetto. That phone number is 941-304-3013, or our West Bradenton practice is 941-761-1100. Well, thank you. Yes. And for those who might want thank to give you.
2: chiropractic a try, we can't
3: we, we can't sing
2: Heather's praises loudly enough. That's the truth. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome.
3: Thanks Heather. All right. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: All right. So that is the episode of that's what she pled for this time around. I'm Christina Goldberg and I'm here with Julie Larson and we are Law Powered by Women. You can find us at lawpoweredbywomen.com. We are in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch area and we are ready to help anybody who might need it.
0: And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to That's What She Fled podcast. Don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Larson Goldberg lawyers. The content has been made available for general informational and educational purposes only and may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. The content is not intended to be a substitute for legal advice from your individual attorney, and the information provided does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice.